Welcome to the Mindset for Change podcast. This show is dedicated to the coaches. The coaches who are out there in the trenches doing the work to promote resilience and peak performance. I'll provide short stories and strategies, as well as deep dive interviews, all designed to help you develop a process that allows you to optimize your impact while you're out there doing the work. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Mindset for Change podcast, Russ Flayton here. Today's episode is all about how to streamline player development so we can add a greater value and impact when consulting with teams and organizations. What really got me thinking about this topic more wasn't just because of, of coming out of COVID and getting re-engaged again in, in athletics, but actually from an article from the Harvard Business Review. This recent article uh, really stood out to me because it was talking about trends in higher ed and job readiness. And in the article, uh, the stat uh, that really stuck out was that almost 50% of recent college graduates, so Gen Z, wouldn't apply for entry-level jobs because they didn't feel like they had the skills based on the job description. One, I have a lot of thoughts on that. I think we can all look at higher ed and relate to the fact that when we graduated college, we didn't feel like we were ready for anything. So there's an issue there in in the way education is presented in general, you know, job readiness. But it also got me thinking about sports. I think we can all also relate to when COVID hit, non-essential resources were cut almost immediately. Most of us on the mental performance side found work very difficult. And why? Well, the common approach when it comes to education and player development has resources that siloed in these different areas. And even for programs that really value mindset and the the mental skills type training, even with their best intentions because of how it's been presented historically, it's not essential. So it was cut. And recently I was having a conversation, uh, by recently, about two weeks ago, with a college football program. I've been with this program for years. And same thing, Uh, they believe in a holistic approach. We have nutrition, physical health, you know, mental health, mental performance, these different silos. And we were all providing education and resources to players, which is great. But at some point it becomes too, too much, too complicated. And after talking to the athletes, while they appreciated everything, they felt overwhelmed. Too many resources, too many things being thrown on our plate. It felt like they couldn't breathe. That's one example. However, it did start the conversation of how can we simplify this? How can we get guys just back to being excited to come into this program and compete? And this is a very successful program, by the way. And I was immediately thinking about this Harvard Business Review article 
you know, what really are we doing? Let's take a step back and keep perspective. And so as we started the conversation, I asked the coach a couple questions. And the first one was, if you just had to write the job description of a college athlete in your program, what does that look like? And we just started the conversation. Well, you know, they have to go to class, they go to practice. Okay, so what does that look like? They also have to perform in the classroom and on the field. Okay, what does that look like? They also have to go to, to workouts, in season, off season. So we just took apart the day in the life of a student athlete. And if these are the job responsibilities, if you will, then what are the skills needed to be able to perform those responsibilities? And it's not like uh, these skills are void or absent. We all have them. But are we sharpening them in a way where we can do it effectively and consistently? And so once we started looking at that, we started talking about, well, we definitely need time management skills. There's a lot on our plate, right? And time management is just as much about managing energy as it is time. So what skills, what strategies are useful there? Since it's college football on Saturdays, you also really need extensive focus and composure for a three and a half hour competition. So what skills are taught for that? The ability to make adjustments quickly on the sideline. Film study during a week, all these things. So then memory and recall skills are gonna be really important. We can keep on going down the line, but we start seeing these buckets of skills to help with the job responsibility. And now that we got it laid out in front of us, what's really at its core? What are the core skills for the job responsibilities? And does that now change the way we view what's essential? Of course the answer is yes completely different. But that's how we started to try now and simplify all these resources and in place. So from there, once we identified just some of the essential skills, then you could start to dividing up, okay, who, who has the competency to teach these things? Um, where's the redundancy that we can kind of get rid of? And then all of a sudden we start getting this process in place. And process is really important, especially with today's athletes as well, because coaches talk about, I can't coach athletes the same way as well uh, today as I could before. Uh, and we know Gen Z does prefer to have things spelled out a little bit more, but not to the point of being micromanaged or, or feeling suffocated, but they do want to know what the process looks like. And so this can also help uh, with the motivation as well because one, athletes are going to have a better sense of competence. I really now have a more accurate understanding of what's expected to me, uh, expected of me in this role. The day-to-day -day responsibilities, those kind of things. It's not that it's all fun and games, it's a lot of work. But at least I know what that looks like and I know what skills now I should probably pay attention to, right, to do that at a higher level. The other thing though is the relationships that get built around that. So if we all know kind of what's in place, it gives an opportunity for coaches and teammates to better support each other because things are a little bit more specific. They're a little bit more bite-sized. We can now look at the skills to have stronger relationships.
engaging relationships, trusting relationships, those kind of things. And then lastly, the, the, the idea of control. That's also a strong motivator. It's easier to pay attention to things I have control when I can see the process in front of me, as well as my own process. So the point is, going at it from this approach to help streamline is a way to simplify things off a coach's or leadership team's plate. So instead of going, bringing all the data and the research and talking about how important the mental side is, it is. But changing the way we start the conversation can help redefine what's essential versus a nice to have. So it's just some food for thought as you're going out there and trying to secure work, whether it's at a team level or a department level or any other business organization, keep those things in mind. There's a lot of resources already in place, but if we can help guide that conversation, then what we're gonna be able to do is streamline, remove the redundancies, and make things simpler and easier for the organization, which is a much bigger value add. Thanks.